0: Hello there, this is D, and welcome to Days, Days, he says plural, 5 and 6 of the Rx Road Trip for the Ben Free Podcast. Um, I am currently in a hotel room in downtown Atlanta. I'm mixing things up and putting two days into one um, recording here because I just didn't have much to say yesterday, <laughs> honestly. Yesterday was a day off that I spent in a hotel room. I think I might have mentioned I was looking forward to that. I came down to Alpharetta, Georgia, checked into a motel outside of town for a couple nights, and I spent pretty much the whole day yesterday. Um, I took a couple walks and went out and got a little Chinese food, um, but other than that, I was in the hotel room prepping for my presentation and also um, um, getting out two more episodes of the of the podcast of days three and four and that takes extra work it takes me um hours or so to do a couple hour, one to two hours to do each one so it takes a lot of work um so i wanted to get those out and so um so i just didn't really get one recorded on day five but i just told you what i did on day five so there wasn't much there but it was good to have the downtime um moving in actually today was the day I came into downtown to start the conference so today is the first day of the conference So that was day five. Let's talk day six, which is today So today was the first day of the conference. I got up at my motel outside of town um, Did a few things around the motel room drove down here the conference didn't start till about 11 and I got down here about 10 o'clock um, No problems getting downtown and everything and parked and checked in and got my badge and attended an orientation session. Since it's my first time I've been to this conference, I thought it'd be good to get a little bit of info. And it was heavily attended. Great turnout for that. Um, and then attended a couple seminars today. Uh, I met up with Dr. Christy Huff. Um, she flew in this morning. And so we, we went to a couple things and, um, and met a few, a few other members of the consortium today that came in. So um, Shana Makuchi, who was our program manager, Um, from the consortium who helps work our benzodiazepine um, work group. She's the one that manages that for the consortium. She's here. Uh, Rob Valick, Dr. Rob Valick is here. He is actually on the advisory board of this conference, and he's the head, the director, the overall director of the um, Colorado Consortium for Prescription Drug Abuse Prevention, which our work group is through. Uh, a couple of people from that conference. Um, also, Terry Schreiber is here with Schreiber Research Group, who I work with a lot also on projects both for the Benzo work group and other projects outside and research and such. So um, she actually has a poster, um, which is a poster on the, stu- the stuff that they had done um, for this conference too. So it's kind of fun to have some people from back home um, out here in Atlanta with us for different things. So um, that's kind of exciting. But it was a good day. It was a good day. Went to some good um, different presentations. They had they have several Congress people and senators here. And um, it draws in some, you know, some like the head of the FDA was here. I think the head of the CDC's is coming. There's just a lot of different people that come into this one because it's it's the national conference that's working on drug um, abuse and addiction and dependency, which is more us. Um, so our seminar is tomorrow morning. Um, I did have somebody mention on a comment that I might have been confusing on getting my days in one of the previous recordings. Um, and in case I did, um, the conference started today, Monday, which is day six. Day seven of my road trip, which is tomorrow, Tuesday, um, at 8 a.m. We are the first um, one of the first sessions tomorrow morning, um, bright and early, so... Um, gotta get up for that one. And so we'll be doing that presentation. Um, Dr. Christy Huff and myself will be presenting benzodiazepines, and I'm excited for that. <sighs> Did I get it all in there? <laughs> so just to catch up on you, catch up with you on a few things we've been doing, I just wanted to share with you what's been going on. But I'm doing pretty good. I actually woke up. This morning, you know, you had that benzo morning, you know, I hadn't had a benzo morning with you all and where I, one of the things on the road trips is I would sometimes record my benzo mornings when I was away from my wife or on the road or just down or depressed or whatever and, you know, the stuff that I was mentally struggling with and this morning was one of those mornings, I didn't record it, but I was um, worried about the presentation of our morning because of so many complications that I have and just want to make sure everything runs smoothly it's you know it's getting there our hotel unfortunately we're at a, a a hotel downtown but we're not right next to the conference we didn't get that hotel so we're we're still about a, a five six minute drive um from here to there so i have to valley my car here and then we have to drive over and park over there and it's just the extra stuff early in the morning and then all the logistics you know and then you know making sure that my stomach's in good shape in the morning and make sure that you know other complications are good and make sure my anxiety's not too high and make sure I eat right and it's it's all these things we do to kind of manage our symptoms and I do a lot of that um especially when I have something that I don't want to screw up I don't want to disappoint people I think that's really what it comes down to that's a big thing for me is not disappointing people I'm sure some of you have that too um for me that's I'm a people pleaser from way back when probably one of the worst things i can do is disappoint somebody so that's a big thing for me and so of course i have a co-presenter and i want to make sure that she's happy with my presentation i want to make sure that the consortium is happy with my presentation i want to make sure that the conference is happy with our presentation that they invited us to come down and do Um, it's also being video recorded and going to be available to all the people that attend and pay for it and stuff like that. It's continuing education, um, continuing medical education, so it's just all these things that layers. So, you kind of want to get it right the first time. The good news is, I've done this presentation before, most of it, um, you know, we kind of shake things up a little bit for different presentations, but a lot of the content we've used in other presentations, so I'm not too worried about it, but um. But still, I think it'll be good. And I'm, I'm excited about that. And I think, um, I think this morning I was just really having reservations about all the things I had to do. Um, but today, I think just getting there, getting checked into the hotel, getting my badge, getting through today with um, really no problems or complications gave me some confidence and made me feel better. And sometimes those little small victories help you get through the bigger hurdles. And, and those victories kind of feed... Um, everything else down the line and I think that adds and builds and um, that's one of the things with me so you know it's okay I mean I'm I have to manage my limitations and so I have these check boxes, like you know I want to leave early and drive over and um, I want to be there an hour before my presentation so I have time to make sure everything's settled that I can you know you know prep and you know in case there's a glitch i want to make sure that we've worked through that and the slides are working and i've just learned to be there early and make sure everything's in line for things you know think things to happen well but um it's it's weird because that's you know i i just got this email it's so funny i just got a comment not that it's funny but i just got a comment um from somebody it was email or on the on the feedback form or on youtube or something i just was pulling up email real quick and looking And somebody had mentioned about urinary difficulties. Do you still have, do I still have urinary difficulties and um, the urgency to pee and stuff like that? And, um, you know, that's a perfect timing for this question. And that's one thing I want to address. I've not been shy about saying this. I don't want to oversay it because it's not a topic everybody wants to hear about, but it's a topic many of us deal with and I do want to talk to it. And um, this is all related to pelvic floor dysfunction, which I've talked about many times on this podcast. And it's one that I think we should address again, because this is a limitation I have. And the question this person asked to me was, you know, do I still have that problem? And what did I do about it? And yes, I still have that problem. Um, And and here's the deal. It's like, I've always had some digestive difficulties, which means if I get too anxious or if I eat the wrong thing, sometimes I may have to, you know, use the facilities in, in that format. Um, and that's been something I've had my whole life. It's kind of come, now it got worse during benzo withdrawal and it's gotten a little better since then, but it's still something I've dealt with, but I never had the urinary complications where I just had to pee frequently. And, and for me, mine are definitely tied to two things, diet and anxiety. And I'm stuck talking about this because I know a lot of you have had this too. Um, now coming off of benzos, this is a, it's a new symptom for me because I never had this before. And unfortunately, the more anxious I get or more stressed I get, then the more I feel like I have to urinate more often. And um, that's frustrating. It's really frustrating. It puts limitations. It it limits like how long I want to be at a meeting or if I'm giving a presentation like I'm doing tomorrow morning. Now I have to spend an hour and a half in this room Um, and I can't take a break because we're up on a panel on a table in the front of the room. You know, there's really no way I can excuse myself, go run to the bathroom and run back in the middle of it. So I have to know that I'm going to make it an hour and a half block without any interruptions. And also after these things, sometimes people want to come up and talk to you and all that kind of stuff. So you want to leave a little extra time for that. Is there stress about that? Yes. And I know many of you have felt found these positions. Now, working at home for so long has allowed me the freedom to um, to not have that issue so much and to work around it. Um, but here, this could be an issue. And the more I stress, the more I have anxiety about presenting, but even more so about having this problem, it feeds it. So what do I do? Okay. There's a lot of things we can do, and I know there are some different treatments, and actually physical therapy is one of the things that can help with pelvic dysfloor, pelvic pelvic floor dysfunction. And um, in fact, I'm thinking about going back to physical therapy. I tried some early in acute. I think it was way too early for me to do physical therapy for that. It's not the most pleasant form of physical therapy, I can tell you right now. Um, It's basically, for men, it's like having a prostate exam for 30 minutes. Uh, for women it's um it's similar and even more so sometimes so but there is physical therapy that has had success with this type of thing and that can help um but that's also if it's more muscular or you know structural instead of psychological or um you know uh, things that we're dealing with and when it's a benzos um it's more neurological and the neurological affects psychology and that affects the stress and that makes it you understand so and the reason I say that is I can clearly say that if I am not anxious and not stressed, I sometimes can go two, three hours without needing to go to the bathroom, especially if I've been drinking a lot. But if I'm really anxious, um, I can make it 30 minutes. <laughs> and that can be it. So so what do I do? Um, well, I, I do what I have to do. I, first of all won't drink any water, probably an hour and a half before the presentation. I just won't have any fluid. I'll bring some water with me to sip when I start presenting, but I'm not going to get the fluids into my system too much. I'm going to get up early. So I leave my stomach and my, my, um, and my, um, my body time to kind of adjust and get there and, um, and, and settle down and not have the stress and just be more relaxed going in. I will go to the restroom like a five minutes before we start and quickly come back in and just make sure that everything's good there. Um, and you know, if in some situations, sometimes I put on some extra protection. Um, I've done it before. I'm not afraid to do it. I'm not embarrassed to do it, but like it depends or something like that. And the thing is the few times that I've done that, I've never used it, but just knowing I had something like that allowed me to work around it. Um, and it allowed me to just have less anxiety about it. It allowed me to still do the things I wanted to do and need to do. Um, The first time I did it, I think I mentioned on the podcast, was I was on a tour, a seven-hour tour of Disney World, you know, because I was a theme park junkie, still am somewhat. Um, And I was doing a seven-hour backstage tour, and I didn't know when the bathroom breaks were. And I had this problem. You know, this was earlier in my Benzo withdrawal. And so I just went to the store, bought Depends, Put one on, and I wore it the whole time. Actually, pretty comfortable. And I just had that in case I needed it. It was like an emergency thing. Never used it. I've never once used one. I just, it sometimes relaxed me enough to do that. And I know it's embarrassing. I know it's one of those things we don't want to talk about, but this is reality, and this is sometimes benzo withdrawal, and sometimes we need to discuss these things and not be afraid to. Um... And that's just me. So, yeah, maybe tomorrow if I feel it's a problem, I might do that. You know, I have that as an option. Um, and, and so I work around things. But that's what I do. I also find ways of reducing the anxiety. I'll get up and I'll meditate in the morning. Um, and I'll just kind of try to manage my system the best I can. And my, and my um, anxiety and my fear and everything else worry the best I can. I'm going to try to get a good night's sleep, go to bed early tonight, And just chill out and try to, you know, not let this stuff get to me as best I can. So, more than you wanted to know. (laughs) But um, I've talked about it a few times on here and I do try to mention that. But, you know, other precautions I also did today was, because my stomach is also an issue sometimes, was... I was careful what I ate. I know I can't have chocolate or I didn't do much caffeine today. And those kinds of things also are factors. Um, Just some stuff that I've learned about my body. I've learned about my mind to work around things and still do stuff. And my goal is I want to give this presentation. It's important to me to do this. So I'm going to find a way, damn it, to do it. (laughs) And I'm not going to let this condition rule my life. I'm just not going to do that. So I pushed through some things. Now, there are still some things I don't do, like I drove out here. But again, it's a way for me to work around things to still do the primary thing. I want to travel, but I drive most places, okay? I do that better than flying. I said, Like I said, I'll fly if I need to, but I prefer not to. And things like this, like at this hotel, um, we checked in, and one of the things that came back for me during my withdrawal was the fear of heights and that actually got escalated pretty strong during acute Now some of its ease, but I still have it lingering more than when I had it prior to benzodiazepine use. and it turned out that they put us up at the Marriott in um, downtown Atlanta and this is a 52 story hotel with windowed um, elevators, you know the one you know those elevators it's inside an atrium. But they're the ones with the windows on them that are outside, you know, that aren't in a shaft, that are just sticking on the outside of a pole. And that's how you go up all 52 stories in this atrium. Um, For people with, you know, some acrophobia or fear of heights like myself, those aren't very comfortable, okay? But again, I worked around it. I called in advance and I said I'd ask for a lower floor. Um, so I'm actually on the first floor. Now, the first floor of this building is actually like the sixth floor or seventh floor or something because the first several floors are atrium. And I still had to go up, you know, about three floors in those elevators. But I'm okay with that. I just didn't want to go up to floor 45 or something. And they have these, like, you know, catwalks right across the middle of... If anybody's ever been to this hotel in Atlanta, it's like, it, it is a... You know, acrophobes, nightmare. <laughs> okay. So, um, and I, I, I can do that, but I wouldn't be comfortable. And again, it's just, I find ways of working around it. And I, you know, and I think what I'm trying to say in the long run with this whole drawn out speech here is I'm adapting the, I'm adapting me. And how to do things I don't know what's what's the word I'm looking for? I'm finding ways to do the things I still want to do, okay, for the most part and and that's still living. It's like so I'm not doing them exactly how everybody else does it. I'm not flying in the day of the conference and staying on the forty second floor and you know, presenting without worrying about eating or drinking or anything before, and no, I have some things I have to do to make that happen, but I'm still doing it, and I'm still moving forward, and I'm still getting better, and I'm better than I was, and, you know, my symptoms are significantly better. They really are. Um, but there's still some limitations that I'm working through. And remember, I I mentioned before I had COVID in December. I've had COVID a few times, and this last bout of COVID set me off in a wave. So my symptoms right now, even though I've come, I've gotten a lot better since then, I'm still heightened, and that's part of why I'm still dealing with some issues right now. Is I don't know that it was really a setback. It was more COVID kind of got in there and just messed things up for a little bit but it seems like it's temporary and it's getting better so i'm excited about that anyway so i will touch base with you probably sometime tomorrow after our presentation um i did get a did a, i'm not going to mention the name cuz i don't know if i can share it publicly but one of the listeners did um mentioned that um Oh God, I was gonna say something here and I just totally lost it. <laughs> oh you think I do that just to show you about the you know, the brain cramps that I get, but no. It's just Oh, I've had a bad brain day last couple of days. Um I know I shouldn't probably say that it might be somewhat self fulfilling prophecy, but I just had a a bad brain day lately, and I think because just, you know, I don't know, worrying about this and other stuff coming up and stuff like that is um you know, I've had more anxiety than I thought I was going to, um, about this whole thing. And I think get that out of the way tomorrow morning. Um, and then Wednesday, my wife flies in and then we start a vacation on Thursday and I'm really looking forward to that. I think that'll be great. So just, um, but you know, I'm still feeling, I'm feeling a lot more positive about this presentation tomorrow than I was early this morning. So, um, I don't know. I think it's going to be good. I hope you all take care, and I will touch base with you again soon, somewhere probably tomorrow after our presentation at the conference. Hey, thanks for coming along with me, and thanks for, you know, just, just putting up with me. <laughs> just thanks for putting up with me. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon.